Hello there, this is John Falola. Thank you so much for joining me on today's broadcast of Sea Tribe Global Community. I'm very sure you have been uh, looking forward to this day and um, thank you so much for always trusting us um, with a very privilege to nourish you with God's word. So uh, today's um, focus is about wellness of woman capital. We dedicated the third week of August to wellness of people. So we'll be talking about um, wellness of human capital on Friday at 8.30 p.m., which we're listening to right now. And we would also be talking about wellness of culture on Sunday. 8.30 a.m. West African time. The beauty of this moment is this. Um, God's benevolence makes it possible for us to be able to ascribe to the highest possibilities of our humanity. And any faith in God or any vehicle of worship that doesn't allow you to express your highest levels of humanity is not God. For God's nature is our highest, the image of God is our highest expression of ourselves. So, whenever you witness limitations around the highest expressions of your God nature, that means you're not being nourished. So, our anchor scripture still remains Psalms 80. I read in Jesus' name. Listen, shepherd, Israel shepherd, get all your deserved sheep together. Throw beams of light from your dazzling throne so Ephraim, Benjamin, Menasseh can see where they are going. Get out of bed. You have slept long enough. Come on the run before it's too late. God, come back. Smile your blessing smile. That will be our salvation. God, God of angel armies, how long will you smolder like a sleeping volcano? While you, your people call for fire and brimstone, you put us on a diet of tears, bucket after bucket of salty tears to drink. You make us look ridiculous to our friends. Our enemies poke fun day after day. God of angel armies, come back. Smile your blessed smile. That will be our salvation. Remember how you brought a young vine from Egypt, cleared out the brambles and briars, and planted your very own vineyard. You prepared a good earth. You planted her roots deep. The vineyard filled the land. Your vine soared high and shaded the mountains, even dwarfing the giant cedars. Your vine ranged west to the sea, east to the river. So why do you no longer protect your vine? Trespassers pick its grapes at will. Wild pigs crash through and crush it. The mice nibble away 
at what's left. The God of Angel Hamish turned away, take a good look at what go, what's happened and attend to, the, to this vine. Care for what you once tenderly planted and the vine raised from a shoot and those who dared to set it on fire. Give them a look that will kill. Then the land, then take the hand of your once favorite child. Take the hand of your want favorite child, the child you raised to adulthood. We will never turn our back on you. Breathe life into our lungs. We can shout your name. God, God of Angel Hermes, come back. Smile, your blessing smile. That will be our salvation. See, the beauty of this moment is this. Um, I figured the greatest form of investment you can make on the face of this earth that would um, transcend time is human capital. Whether as a nation, whether as a business, whether as a family, you know, um, when you, whether as um, a leader, you know, there are people that you raise, even as you raise, just like as you raise your own uh, children or your own sons and daughters. There are people who would climb your back to actualize their own purposes. And that doesn't make them, you know, um, around here or around the world. The fact that you have a platform that allows another person to become all that they could be doesn't make them less than you are it's just an opportunity if you don't do it someone else should do it if you don't do it somebody else should do it if you don't do it God will send someone else to do it so the greatest value for money in this life is actually human capital that's why um, I once read a story where um, a very wealthy man uh, wrote his will you know he had invested in his children's informal formal education and he said None of his resources were going to his children, and were going to charity. And you know, each of the kids had to realize that their parents don't owe them anything. So they began to take life seriously. They began to compete and see that they had to create their own realities. But the bit about it is, is that at the end of the day, just imagine what that simple lesson would have impacted on the lives of these kids or children you know into adulthood and the beauty of this moment is that should that man had changed his mind on a later date to say i have found this guy's worthy to be entrusted his wealth he could easily pass it on because he had impacted a capital in their human nature such that he was confident that they won't waste the leverage that they are given so that's how god works with us you know uh, i just give you an analogy you remember when god anytime god wants to do something new in your life you are asked you to step out of your comfort zone 
and you'll be in a situation whereby trust me you would feel helpless you would feel despondent you would feel like who sent me you know and whenever you find yourself in that kind of situation it's trying to see where your trust is so I've had to go through a series of those tests in my life and I realized something very very powerful about that in the midst of the moments whereby you don't have the cash to pay for your bills you know even in that moment many people still gravitate towards asking an woman first rather than saying dear god what is the way forward so even when you have plenty even when you have abundance you are also to make an inquiry of how to go about your life's journey with the resources that you have you know how to allocate resources for the sustainability of god's hand on your life so the reason for human capital human capital rather is for the sustainability of our natural resources of our um inner 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 resources across the world you know human capital is a very very vital tool to transformation so i would say that even the faith-based organization are in the business of investing in human capital or unleashing the power of human capital to the point whereby people can be able to add value to their society can be able to add value to the global village and thereby bringing glory to your god bringing glory to even the household of faith so the most important thing about this essence i'm trying to discuss with you is this the value of a man is not in the abundance of what he has the value of a man is in his human capital so you will see people who claim to be of a good faith-based organization value human beings by what he drives where he lives how many um how big is how large is his account uh balance and all of that and god is trying to let you know that that was what jesus said when he was tempted by the devil he said man shall not live by bread but by the word that comes out of the mouth of god this is a very powerful instruction this hour for you to sustainably sustain all that you would ever have or become you must place premium on what god says to you and that's the essence of the relationship prayer is not just for you to just pour out your heart or pour out whatever request you have prayer is also for you to have dialogue with god and sometimes you need stillness the bible says in the book of isaiah it said in quietness and in quietness in stillness there will your confidence be in quietness and confidence you see there's a there's a there is a connection between stillness and confidence and this confidence is not pride you know it is in knowing who you are 
is in knowing what you're about. It's in knowing what you stand for or what you live for. So when you are still to know that he is God, then it shows you another side of it. God is multifaceted. You can't exhaust him in your lifetime. You can't. You can't even exhaust the universe in your lifetime. Many of you, you know, with little blessings, we are doing larger than life. God is larger than life and still humble enough to commune with you and I to say, Hi, son, how you doing today? Tell me, what do you think about this? Don't you think this should be a better way to life? And you talk back, say, ah, sure, pops, this is nice, this is fantastic, this is actually what I didn't see coming, I didn't see as a reality, I didn't see as a possibility. Then you flip, you give thanks, you say, thank you, Lord, for opening my eyes to see what isn't available for in my eyes to see. You see, if you check back on the essence or critical essence of God's interaction with man is for us not to malfunction. You know, I'm not talking about religion now, whereby people, you know, subscribe to certain uh, activities or doctrines to ensure that they save the face, that they are among those who are religious. But a relationship with God is more important than your religion or your attendance in church. Or a relationship with God, it assesses who you are. You know, it's a journey. That's why many people do altar calls. People come out and they go back. They still do what they do normally. But a relationship with God helps you to grow from what it is that you have and you look back after some time you say is this me if not if you've not experienced that you don't have a relationship with god to a certain level you will get to a point whereby you've walked out of your old self by looking back at your old self and looking back about your new self you can't even see a comparity you can't you can't see a similarity rather you can't compare it to what it is that used to be really so how do you always ensure that in every single phase of your life you are investing in your human capital you see there's something else called social capital and we should, we should be talked about in the aspect of culture in the next uh, broadcast there's a, there's, a, there's a link between human capital and social capital and I'll tell you why. You see, for us to be more like God, we have to accept who we are, we have to know who we are and operate from the perspective of the manufacturer via the knowledge of his manual. You see, that is why whenever God wants to give you a purpose, he attaches a scriptural evidence or he gives you similar stories or something 
something close to what it is that you're about to experience because not even everything that was ever experienced by men through God was documented in the Bible. So there might even be some instructions that you can't find in the Bible based on the fact that you are sure that this is God speaking to you. Many people are used and accustomed to the God of uh, biblical stories, but they're not accustomed to the God of now in their lives. So don't hear specific instructions from the Bible with a name and all of that. You get but you would hear specific instructions. You can see specific instruction from an illustration in the Bible. Don't, don't misquote me. I'm saying that by virtue of your relationship with God and His communion with your spirit, you can receive real-time instructions that is relevant into this world. You get what I'm saying? Maybe we'll say they want to see the God of Elijah, they want to see the God of Joseph, don't see the God of all of this, all, all of these great people, Abraham and all of that, Isaac and Jacob. But in the real fact, God wants to be the God of you. He wants to you know, personalize your experiences with Him such that it is not like my experiences with Him. He wants to commune with your nature. He wants to help you function properly. And trust me, your peculiarities were detailed when God created you. The only issue with you is that your operating system is malfunctioning because you don't even know who you are critically. The day you understand that who you are is connected to the quality of your relationship with God, then you can be able to express with confidence across all expressions of life that you are designed to function in. Human capital is the greatest resource on the face of the planet. With human capital, you can do the impossible. That is why you see in Genesis 11, they were building a tower of Babel, and God saw that if they continue like that, they were going to get to heaven. So, God saw that if human interactions, they are going to a point whereby they were in sync. So, He gave them new languages to ensure that they don't come and build what, what will destroy them. Because what was really the point of building a tower that was going to touch the skies? Really, what was the point? It's a, it, it, looking back at the story, it was eventually going to collapse. And however strong that may be, I don't think that can be sustainable. So it wasn't because of fear of they were going to come and uh, see what heaven looks like. People go to space now, right? We have a better perspective now, right? It was because a building that tall was going to lead to self-destruction. That's why God created confusion for them not to be able to destroy themselves. So it was a case of human beings not self-destructing by virtue of the fact that God gave them power of creativity, giving power to be in sync and create something fantastic. So whenever God sees that you are using the gifts and talents he has given you, you know, against his will, against the things he wants you to do, what he would do is he gets to a point whereby he would either let you be or disrupt your life to the point that you would realize that you need God. But letting you be is a point whereby you are not a son. 
because a father chastises his son, corrects his sons, you know. A lot of people miss out in the Bible. God is not just a God that just he corrects you, you know, and his correction is even higher than whatever it is that is around the world. So, with these few words I've shared today about human capital and how it affects our faith, how it's important that um, the essence of the body of Christ is for the Spirit of God to hover, to hover on it, such that people can be able to move out of corporate spaces, corporate anointing spaces, and become individual expression of the institu- of the institution. So it gets to the point where somebody comes in contact with you, they say, where do you worship? You say, she tribe global community. You know why? They can see something different about your life. So, until you get to a point whereby you experience God in a way that you can never recover from, such that even when things are going left in your life, you can go back and say, I remember the God that did this for me is faithful now. And I would like to say this to you, to sustainably operate in your dominion mandate, always remember the good deeds God has done in your life, the miracles, His faithfulness. Maybe little, as little as you sleeping and waking up, as you having all your organs functioning properly, as you having the capacity to defecate, as you having the capacity to breathe in and breathe out. So that is very, very important. And I just want to say to you, you can't miss it with God on this premise. So I welcome you to renew this dispensation of continuous improvement with God. The same way you, you do continuous improvement in your career, in your business, you want to innovate, you need to keep innovating in your work with God. And that can only happen by the Holy Spirit brooding on you, brooding on you. You know, and this can happen in in the quiet spaces where you stay with God, you experience God in your private space. May God Almighty reveal Himself in your life. Stay amazing, stay thriving, stay winning with God, and center your life around God. You know. It, he sent the Lord Jesus Christ to the, to the face of the earth because he didn't want us to keep living a life of bloodshed to atone for sins. So a single sacrifice wiped up every single death. And I mentioned earlier, the fact that you are forgiven of your sins doesn't mean that there are no consequences for your actions. And I tell you this, this is how God works. That's why he says, he's the one, he chastises, he corrects, and he judges. So you need to understand that you don't say because um, you are forgiven, you don't take responsibility. Forgiveness is for you to grow into perfection. Or grace is for you to be able to grow into perfection, not for you to become dysfunctional and say that and, and be saying that is how I am. You get the point now. So join me on the next broadcast on Sunday, 8:30 a.m. As about 
and eyes closed. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the Spirit of God hovers over you, hovers your mind, your emotions, hovers your life, hovers all that is not working in your life. That need that heart to be working, or that needs to be working. Receive fresh breath from the Almighty. I decree over your life those things that are working that God wants to take to a new level. Receive fresh breath in the name of Jesus Christ. I bless you because God is happy with you. Is for the fact that you chose to listen to His word. You are blessed. Your going out is blessed. Your coming in is blessed. Your bands is blessed. The works of your hands are blessed. Your expressions of dominion are blessed. I decree over you, your seed, your children, you know, those you mentor, those you quote, those you are well invested in, they are blessed by virtue of you being blessed of God. You are irreversibly blessed of God. And this month of wellness, receive health of mind, body, and soul in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You are healed from the crown of your head to the sole of your faith. I receive wisdom to continue to enjoy perpetual health by eating healthy, by living healthy, by loving life as you walk into everything God created to be. For in Jesus, with precious name of prayer, Amen. So thank you so much and God bless you.